I was thinking about doing some gambling myself. You know, just a little bit of money. Maybe doubling it and doubling it several more times. I don't know. Kind of just for fun. I was thinking, do you have any tips or ideas about sure things? Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of By the Hook. Colby Powell, Andrew Gilman with you on this Tuesday. Our show, unlike the Ivy League basketball tournament, has not been canceled due to the coronavirus. Andrew, what's going on? Well, I'm sort of sad. Last week we didn't do a Tuesday show because somebody found some value in some Super Tuesday bets, and uh, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to. There's three states up for grabs today we could have bet on. There are. Did you bet Super Tuesday last week? I had a couple of wins with Biden. That's right. Got some good plus money on Biden last week. He's back in the race. He was an upset. He's an upset situation. So do you have, I, I got a couple of them with Biden. So you, whatever it takes. Right? Do you have money on tonight's primaries? No, nothing today. There's only I think there's only three or four states today. So. Yeah, only a few. Uh, yeah, I did I'm, not bet on Super Tuesday. I'm like the NCAA tournament. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, quantity bet the NCAA tournament, and I quantity bet. Uh, Super Tuesday, but there's not enough action today, so I stayed away from it. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of quantity betting NCAA tournaments, this isn't the NCAA tournament, but we've got conference tournaments this week. Yeah. Uh, Big 12, we can start locally. OU, obviously, nice win <laughs> on Saturday. OSU, nice win on Saturday. Uh, both of those schools getting very long odds to win the tournament if you want them. OU is 18-1 to 1 to win the tournament, uh, and then Oklahoma State is 150-1 to 1 to win the tournament. Any, any yeah, value? I'm saying the same thing um first of all i will give an unpopular i think fairly unpopular opinion by suggesting i like tournament week better than the first week of the ncaa tournament oh i think you get better games you get great matchups all down the line plus you get just as many or more actually not just as many you get more daytime basketball starting what today is tuesday all day tomorrow there's going to be games Thursday's all day, Friday's all day, Saturday's awesome. And then, of course, you got Sunday, you get a couple uh, conferences that wrap up, plus you get the selection show. So I think this week is as good as next week. Listen, I love Thursday, Friday next week. It's awesome. But give me this conference tournament, give me this conference tournament anytime, and I would take it, definitely. Yeah, that, and, uh, and, and speaking of, that's a bad speaking take. Of I Kansas, think. Though, that's a bad take. Is, is it really? Yeah, How's we, that a bad take? Would you rather one, watch Eastern Tennessee play somebody? Week one round? of the tournament is so much better because there's so much more at stake for so many more people. You get in bracket pools, all your friends, everybody's got their brackets. We, we do one every year, family and friends. People have much mm-hmm. more rooting interest across the board. People have much more rooting interest the first week of the NCAA tournament, which makes it more fun. Let me tell you something else, though. You know what team I'm on? I'm on Team Gilman. I'm interested in getting money. I'm interested in getting paid. It's harder to pick the NCAA lines than the conference lines. The NCAA lines are tight. You know there's going to be a, a upsets that you're not, uh, you're not aware of, the 12-5s. All that's fine. The brackets are fun. But ultimately, you know what happens on bracket days is somebody sitting next to you is like, oh, i got to cheer for Duke against Coastal Carolina because if they don't win, it's going to screw up my bracket. No, you cheer for the upsets. So it definitely devalues all your regular plays. This week, you don't have to worry about who's the upset. You don't have to worry about what your bracket's going to look like. You take value. And I got to tell you, give me Kansas at plus 110 or plus 125 to win the Big 12. The only thing that would keep me from playing that is if Azabuke is hurt and they're not trying to win the games. 
to me, Baylor needs to rest up. Kansas needs to rest up. But past that, I don't trust anybody to score enough points to win this thing. Uh, yeah, Kansas, I'm showing them a plus 110, which, I mean, plus odds on Kansas. There's certainly no value. Yep. You wouldn't, you wouldn't yep. bet anybody else. I mean, you're not going to no. bet West Virginia no. or Tech. You, you wouldn't go any deeper than that. And even Baylor, I don't think there's any value on Baylor. They've lost to TCU and West Virginia two of their last three, two of their last four, something like that. So the only value yep. in the Big 12 is on Kansas. And, but but plus one ten, you don't have to give up odds on Kansas. Yes, please, I'll take plus one ten. I think that is the value. If you want to take a flyer, Texas has been playing pretty good, except that they got blown out by Oklahoma State. TCU's been playing all right. They gave up twenty points in the or they gave up a twenty point lead in the last ten minutes. I don't I don't see any value on any teams. Iowa State's trying to get to the closing line. Kansas State can't score. West Virginia is way unpredictable, and you're only getting plus four hundred on West Virginia. Give me OU at 1,800, if anything. 18-1 to 1 on OU, knowing that you get a first-round game against West Virginia, which is essentially the truest of neutral site games. You've beaten them twice already, and you don't have to play Kansas or Kansas State or Iowa State in the first round. And I know those teams aren't great, Kansas State and Iowa State, but those are home games for those teams. So give me West Virginia in the first round. I think that's a great draw for OU. Uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good draw for OU as well. OU and OSU both, I think, will get out of the first round. Oklahoma State's a five-point favorite tomorrow night. I'm not sure what OU's line is uh, tomorrow against West Virginia. Uh, the Big 12, Kansas at the top, is pretty much uh, the runaway yep. favorite. ACC, best basketball conference in the country, potentially. Um, yep. Much tougher to pick. Florida State, Duke, Louisville, Virginia, all 7-1 or better. Uh, yes, Virginia at 7-1 is good. They've been playing well. I like Louisville. I know Duke is always the team to bet. And if you can get two to one on Duke anytime in any tournament, that's kind of like Kansas at plus money. I think that you'd be, you, there's value there at Duke at two and a half, 2.25 to one. I think that's decent. I think Florida State has probably a stinker or two left in them. So they might win a game. They may win two games. But I like Louisville at plus 325. That's the team that I would go with. Yeah, I've liked Louisville all season. I, I think that they've uh, underperformed a bit. You know, they had the, the loss to Florida State. They blew the – several weeks ago blew like a 18-point yep. lead or something and lose to Florida State. Uh, but Louisville's plus yep. 325. You'd have to go two to one for Florida State plus two twenty five for Duke. So uh, I like Louisville, but I think my uh, I think my actual personal dollars are going toward Duke. Like I mean two twenty five plus two twenty five on Duke. That's yeah. yeah I mean it's to just me, sort of like a, it's like it's like an auto play. It's like give me a home dog on a Thursday night college football game. That's almost an auto play every time because you know how teams react in those home Thursday night college football games. And you can give me Duke at plus money. That it's just hard to turn that down. It's hey, definitely hard to turn that down. Here's my logic on Duke at plus money. Uh, do you think either Duke or Kansas wins their conference tournament? Yes. So if you bet them both at plus money, you're going to make yep. money if one of them wins. And then if they both win, you're really going to make money. Yeah. You're at worst. You're probably breaking even, is what you're saying. And yeah. you're going to come out a little bit ahead if Duke wins. You're going to come out slightly ahead if you bet a hundred dollars on both of those. Duke loses. And Kansas wins, you win yourself ten bucks. Yeah, but if Kansas loses and Duke wins, you win yourself one hundred twenty-five bucks. And if they both win, right. you you pocket you uh, nice- yeah even more. So uh, yeah, that's why I love the conference tournament. You can bet somebody on a Thursday, and all you have to do is see them through a Sunday. You don't have to wait four weeks for this thing. So I love the conference tournament stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Pac twelve, boy, your oh. guess your guess is as good as mine in the Pac twelve. You might even this might be the one conference where you could go deeper down the board. Because I have no idea who's winning this thing. It's not great. I got to be honest with you. Um, 
I don't love Oregon. I don't like any of these teams, really. Give me some value at Stanford. I think they're 14-1. to 1. I know they've beaten all the teams in front of them at one point or another this season. So I guess Stanford at 14-1, to 1, but I'd probably stay away from the Pac-12. Stanford, unpredictable. Stanford's odds have uh, jumped dramatically. I'm looking at Stanford's current odds on uh, my bookie, plus 575. Hmm. One team, by the way, I'm looking at this, one team finished the entire Pac-12 regular season with a winning record on the road, Arizona State 6-5. and five. So that tells you something, that any of those teams could win it. it, it there's just not enough, there's, there's not enough information there. I, I don't know what it would be. Um, I guess Stanford, because I just sort of like that they play a little bit of defense, but I, I want a team, if I'm going to guess, I want a team at, 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 that's going to give me a nice little payout. Uh, yeah, that would be Oregon's plus 180 right now. I'd stay away from that. That's the conference where you don't want to bet the favorite. I don't think the favorite right. wins that conference. Uh, I right. would even like Colorado at 5-1 to one more than I would like sure. Oregon at plus 180. Sure. Uh, what else? Big East? Villanova Big action? East. Favorite? Creighton, maybe? I'm showing Seton Hall is off the board. They must have an injury in there somewhere. I've, yeah, I've been on the Marquette find bandwagon it. since the beginning of last season because Marcus Howard can fill it up. But they are, what I'm counting here, one, two, three, four, the fifth team down in that conference. All those teams are about the same to me. They feel the same. Seton Hall would be my play. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure exactly why they're off the board. I've point. got them on the board now at my bookie, plus 385. I've got Seton Hall on the board. Okay. Okay. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know what my play would be on that. Um, I, I'm going to stick with the conferences that I know better. So just because there is a conference tournament doesn't mean you have to play that conference tournament. Uh, Villanova is sort of more of your sure thing, and you're still getting 2.5 to 1, so that's not bad. Uh, here's what you need to do. You need to go over to the Big Ten, put yourself mm-hmm. down a dollar on Nebraska at 500 to 1. Uh, Nebraska couldn't score. I bet if you told them they couldn't shoot layups and you told them you locked them in the gym at 7 p.m. and told them they had till 7 a.m. and no layups, they'd come up with 14 points. <laughs> They're terrible. So you're saying I'm better off to light that dollar on fire than to put it on Nebraska at 500 to 1. Yes, and I do think, um, if I'm not mistaken, Indiana has Nebraska in the first round. Do you know how bad you have to be to be 500 to one? Iowa State, which is a really bad basketball team, is 200 to one. Oh, Nebraska's God. 500 to one. Next worst, uh, Northwestern's also 500 to one in the Big Ten. Next worst in that conference is 80 to one at Nebraska. So it's like the Big Ten and then Nebraska and Northwestern are kind of playing by themselves. Here's why you don't bet Nebraska, even with those great odds that you're talking about. First of all, they've won seven games this year. You think they're going to win four in four days? I don't think so. They're 2-18 and 18 in the conference. And they have Indiana, which I think Indiana finished 11th in the 12-team Big 12, Big, Big 10. They're 19-12. and 12. That's not a terrible team. They're 9-11. and 11, and, and they're on the bubble. They need to win. They're, you're going to get Indiana's best effort. Nebraska's not... I'm not saying that you're going to sneak up on somebody, but what I am saying is sometimes in those uh, pigtail games, those early games, you get teams that are evenly matched. This is not an evenly matched game. Indiana has all the urgency in the world. Do not touch Nebraska. I wouldn't even lay points with Nebraska. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't touch anything about them. In fact, you might have talked me into betting Indiana tomorrow night. That's 625, by the way. Yeah, I think you uh, just got fired up and talked yourself into betting Indiana. I, I did, think that's what because you're Nebraska doing. is one of those teams that I should have been hammering all season. They've won seven games. What makes you think that they're going to score 60 points against Indiana? Uh, yeah, they probably won't. Indiana currently going off at 35-1 to 1 is what I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't touch Indiana in this tournament either, but 
Uh, any any yeah, value I mean, down the board? Wisconsin plus five twenty-five. Michigan's nine to one. Uh, Wisconsin isn't a bad play to me. Uh, that one doesn't scare me as much because that's sort of that's what they do. Uh, I like I like Wisconsin. Uh, they're coming in hot too. They 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 opened at ten to one. They've been moved to seven to one. That's not bad. So somebody else is thinking the same way that you are. They've won at Michigan, um, and 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 I think is it Wisconsin that gets Michigan in the first round of that thing? I'm not quite sure. Uh, yeah, I, I believe they get Michigan in the first round. That's a team that they just won. Um, you know, also you get Ohio State. Michigan State and Maryland, the three teams that I'd be most scared of, those guys are all on the other side of the bracket. So if you think they can get through two games, that's not bad. That's not bad. Then you take your chances in the finals. Yeah. Wisconsin at 7-1 to one or better, pretty good bet. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to find the uh, SEC numbers here. Let's see. SEC, Kentucky's the big favorite at plus 190. Auburn at 3-1. to one. Boy, I don't know if I trust Auburn after they lost at home to A&M last week. That was uh, – I had a, a money line parlay going last week. It was – like one of those five or six teamers that you you yeah. you play a bunch of the huge favorites, and of course all yeah. of them hit except Auburn. Auburn was a twelve point favorite against A and M last week at home and blew it. That's the one that you threw in there just for to add another team and you lost that one. Yes, that that's the one I threw in there just to make it a little more valuable. And then Auburn gets beat at home by A and M, who's sixty to one to win this conference tournament. It was a terrible, terrible loss. A and M's bad. Ole Miss is terrible. Vanderbilt's worse than that. Georgia's no good. Uh, you can get Georgia at fifty to one. You can get A and M at thirty-five to one. Arkansas isn't any good. They're twenty-five to one. Arkansas know, played go, a few of these top with, teams close this year. I, I, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with any of those, honestly. Maybe Mississippi State at fourteen to one. I don't think you're getting enough value at Florida, and I don't. Florida's not great, and I don't think you're getting enough value with them at seven to one. Yeah, I'd probably stay away from the SEC tournament. That's another one you said. Just because just there's a tournament doesn't mean you have to play it. I feel a lot right. better playing Kansas, Duke, Wisconsin than I do trying to go take a, a flyer on Florida. I, I, I would take a flyer on Auburn, and I know it's not a flyer at 2.8, but Bruce Pearl's team's I, – I don't like him, but I trust him. I mean, they, he gets the most out of whatever team he's with. And I'm not here to say that he's a stand-up capital fellow – those guys seem to play pretty well. If I was going to bet the SEC, I'd stay away from Kentucky, get a little value on Auburn at 2.8. Uh, okay, I, I don't mind that at all. What about tonight's games? Anything uh, tonight, today, college basketball that you're playing? Are you on anything this afternoon? Let me see what's today. I know that there's a bunch of games. Let me pull up the schedule here, Tuesday the 10th. I didn't know if you uh, were on any of these uh, de degenerate delight afternoon games. I'll tell you what, I'm kind of disappointed that uh, my Bucks are not playing again until next week when they're going to be a 14 or 15 seed. But East Tennessee State, let me tell you something, 30 wins this year. They went 30 and four. And if those guys didn't cover every damn night, you got me fooled. They did again yesterday. They were a six-point, seven-point favorite. and one. They were up by 14 the whole second half. Easy cover on the Bucks. So I love those guys. I'd probably look at them in the first round of the tournament too. Um, you got North Carolina, Virginia Tech in the second pigtail game of the ACC, and you got Pittsburgh and Wake Forest. Uh, that's starting here at uh, 3.30. When was the last time North Carolina played on the first day of the ACC tournament? Yeah, it's been an, an off year for North Carolina. They're not used to playing this that's early. I, I don't know Horizon if these games do anything for me. Uh, the MAC championship, not the MAC uh, action that we're used to with football, but the uh, MAAC, that's uh, Canisius and Iona. That's tonight at 6.00. You've got the Northeast Conference, St. Francis against Robert Morris. 
Northeastern and Hofstra in the CAA. Hofstra's 25 and 8, playing a 17 and 15 Northeastern team, and Hofstra's a one point favorite. So a 25 and 6 team that went 14 and 4 is playing against not a road game either in Washington, D.C., against a 17 and 15 Northeastern team that lost nine times in conference play. I like Hofstra minus the one there. Write that one down for later. I would give the one with Hofstra right there. Okay. Save that one for later for our picks, maybe? Yep. You got okay. the uh, SWAC championship. And the, and the good one The good one is at eight tonight. Gonzaga in uh, Vegas against St. Mary's. St. Mary's with a little bit of an upset yesterday. They were a six-point, five-point dog against uh, BYU and won outright 51-50. to 50. Gonzaga sort of limped around a little uh, against uh, San, uh, San Francisco. They were a 12-point favorite, one by four. Gonzaga's laying nine tonight against the St. Mary's team that's not going anywhere. They're 26-7, and seven, but I would guess that they are not going to be in the tournament. You, you see the money on this game? I, I would lay the nine. It, it's a rare, a, a very rare 50-50 yeah. split. Money is very rarely 50-50 split. That game's 50-50 as of right now, St. Mary's and Gonzaga. Well, Gonzaga's going to be a one seed if they win. We know that in the national uh, tournament. They may still be a one seed if they don't win. I don't know what their intent is. Obviously, they've got a whole week off at this point. Uh, you know, they're not playing any this weekend is what I mean. Uh, so maybe you get Gonzaga's best effort, but I would like a nine with St. Mary's and hope that they keep it close. Yeah, I probably would too, especially with that money 50-50. I like the underdog in that situation. Nine, nine's a lot of points uh, for a St. Mary's team that in the past we've seen on numerous occasions play spoiler to Gonzaga. Yep, yep. They don't have Patty Mills anymore, I don't think. They might, but I don't think so. Now, is Matthew Delavadova still there? Della Badova was uh was he a St. Mary's guy or is he a Gonzaga guy? I can't remember now. No, they all a, run together. He was that. a St. Mary's guy. He he okay. he was uh he was a Gonzaga spoiler. He was a thorn in the side of the Zags. Yeah. Well, he was a thorn in the side of Golden State too. He's pesky. Uh yeah, a little bit pesky. Uh what kind of odds will you give me on Yale to advance to the NCAA tournament out of the Ivy League? Well, considering you told me that there's no Ivy League tournament this year, I'm gonna give you really good odds on that. I'd say uh, I'd say that's off the board. The Ivy League conference tournament canceled due to concerns over the coronavirus. This uh, not a big, but that's not a big deal for not talking about scientifically or medically. I'm talking about for the uh, Ivy League because I think it's only been two seasons that they've even had a conference tournament. They've always played regular season only, but the last two years they've gone the top four teams play in. Uh, I think they play in Philly, and then one, four, two, three for the automatic berth. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, it's a bummer for the other schools that we're going to try to make a a Cinderella run at, uh, I guess this is a Cinderella if you only have to beat a couple other Ivy teams. I I guess it would still be a Cinderella, you know, Harvard. Still a chance, you got a chance. Dartmouth, Cornell, who else is in the Ivy League? Who am I missing? Uh, Harvard, Penn, Dartmouth, Yale, Brown. uh, Cornell. um, Cornell? Cornell. Andy Bernard favorite? Andy Bernard favorite. It's pronounced Colonel. It's the highest rank in the military. That's it's the highest rank in the military. That's exactly that's what Creed said, I believe. <laughs> that was a Creed uh, Bratton quote, yeah. Uh, Dartmouth, did you say Dartmouth? Oh, uh, I think we got Dartmouth in there. I yeah. think there's only eight teams, so the big green Dartmouth, yeah. So, moral of the story, it's only Tuesday, and we already have an automatic qualifier from the Ivy League. Moral of the story also is if you're in the Ivy League, basketball at this point, probably not that big a deal. They're going to go on to bigger and better things. Uh, other moral of the story wash your hands. Uh, that is also a good bet. That's a good bet. Good I was uh, driving back from Colorado yesterday, so we had to obviously make several stops along the way, and a couple different times, uh, a couple gentlemen left their hands without washing the bathroom. 
And well, you left the bathroom without washing their hands. You mean? What did I say? The other way around. They left the bathroom. They left the their hands without washing the bathroom. <laughs> no, they left the uh, they left the bathroom without washing their hands. And I kind of wanted to say something, but then they might have turned around and said something back and breathed their air molecule molecules molecules whatever. If I can talk yeah. today in my direction, and I want to know no part of that. You know, I've driven back in Colorado and driven to Colorado many a time. Um, there's been a couple bathrooms that I've been in that there's nothing on my body that's dirtier than what was in that bathroom. Uh, yeah, you're not making not, the right stops then. I'm not advocating for not washing your hands, but there was a couple stops where I thought, you know what, I'm not. There's the longer I stay in here, the worse off I'm going to be. Yeah, when we got through to about uh, 100 miles to E on the gas tank, we would just hop on the GPS and see where the nearest Loves was in the next hundred miles. Nice. Shout out uh, Oklahoma City Thunder and the Loves patch right there. Good work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, the uh, league best against the spread, Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, not in action tonight. Nine NBA games, I believe, tonight. Why don't we go ahead and make our picks for this evening, okay. and we'll see if uh, we have any of uh, the NBA games in there. Last week, I went 2-1, and one, which was not as good as Andrews 3-0. and oh. Yeah, when you load up against the Knicks and you load up on East Tennessee State, you know what you got there? Take it to the window. Those are winners. Take it to the window. Pay that man That's his correct. money. Exactly. Uh, so you. you not only went 3-0 and in the uh, the basketball picks, but you also backdoored a top 10 with Matthew Fitzpatrick, who was the only – his Sunday round was the only round out of 138 played on the weekend that got in the 60s at uh, Arnold Palmer. So nice pick on the top 10. Pay that man his money. Thank you very much on the top 10. Now, I will say this. He didn't play great the second and third day. But, yeah, he played great on Sunday, but I think he doubled 18, which made him plus one. I thought he finished, no, plus one for the tournament, minus three on the day. So he was minus five on the day. And, you know, he doesn't double that hole, and somebody uh, bogeys 18 coming in. He's thinking about a playoff. He would have had to stick around. Yeah, he definitely would have gotten you at least a top five as opposed to yep. just the top ten. But, uh, anyway, we'll do uh, snake draft the way we usually do with our picks. So you got okay. a pick lined up for tonight? You taking Hofstra? Uh, I'll go. I'll start with Hofstra. Sure, minus the one in the CAA final. Hofstra minus the one tonight. Uh, we're only doing today's games. Uh, we'll okay. stay away from tomorrow's. We, we might do some conference uh, tournament games where we get together later in the week. Uh, last week I faded the Pacers. Worked out really well for me. Whenever they got obliterated by the Bucks, I think I'm going right. to. I think I'm going to fade the Pacers again tonight. I think I'm going to take the Celtics minus three and a half uh, on the road. Yep, on the road at Indiana. Still a favorite, small favorite on the road. Give me the Celtics minus the three and a half for my first pick. Um, I probably don't want to go back-to-back. Are you assuming that uh, Kemba Walker is able to dribble the ball past half court? Because he was unable to do that against the Thunder. Uh, well, that's because the Thunder have a couple guys who are pesky, Andrew. Yeah, well, I guess you're gonna you're counting on a renewed effort from the Celtics because the, that they blew that game against the Thunder. Uh, yes, they did. Yes, they did. And good for the Thunder. Made the most of it. Uh, my yep. second pick, I'm going to go college. I'm going to go 8 o'clock p.m. on ESPN. Give me St. Mary's plus the nine. I'll take it. Okay. I'll swallow the nine points, hold my breath, watch that game. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the NBA as well for my second pick, and the Magic obliterated the Rockets. 
late last weekend. Was it Sunday? Can't remember what day. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was Sunday because it was the same day as Thunder Celtics because the Magic beating the Rockets moved the Thunder into fifth in the West ahead of Houston, which is and that mind game blowing. Was at Houston, that game was at Houston. Makes no sense at all why Houston didn't show up for that one. They're in a free fall. But give me a little fade on the Magic here. And Memphis only laying a small number at home, minus two and a half against that Magic team coming off a big win. Give me the Grizzlies at home. In fact, you know, you don't have to give me a full unit on that, but I would money line that one. Anytime uh, an NBA game is at three or less, I'm thinking money line, so I don't know what that would be, minus 165, minus 170 or something like that. I would lay the, I would lay the money line on the Grizzlies tonight at home against the Magic. Oh, uh, I can find the money line on that one for you. Snake draft, so you find your other pick, while, and I'll find your money line. Okay. Working on that right now. I'm wondering, um, the, you want to fade the Magic, so you want Memphis minus 140. On the yep. money line. So you want to money yep. line it instead of laying the two and a half? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Only, I only have to lay 140 on that? Yeah, minus 140. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that all day. Um, the Blazers look interesting to me as well as the Clippers coming off a loss at the Lakers. Would you trust the Clippers to lay? Clippers at the 11, Warriors. 11 and a half against the Warriors at Warriors. That's a lot of points on the road. Uh, I think they, I think they could roll the ball out there and beat the Warriors at this point. I know Steph's going to play and everything like that, but hmm. You want to lay eleven and a half? I, I don't think I want the eleven and a half. I'm going to go back to college basketball here. Let me look at my scores and schedule for the day. And I'm going to go here. Stand by for news. Yep, you're good. I'm in the NBA for Game Three, so if you you're go in college, the NBA. Good. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to lay a big number here, and I like it a lot. Vermont, 14-2 and in the American East against a UMBC team that finished 16-16 and overall, 8-8 eight and eight in the East. I'll lay the 16 points. Vermont in the championship game of the America East. This is a team that's made the tournament the last couple years anyway. Give me the Catamounts. The Catamounts against UMBC. Minus 16. 16. Whew. Yep. You weren't yep. kidding when you said that was a big line. Yep. Uh, I'm taking a pretty big NBA line. So you talked about the Magic blowing out the Rockets, right? Doesn't make any sense. So you're going to fade the Magic. A yep. uh, yep. little recency bias. Might have some people taking the Timberwolves plus 12 in Houston. Yep. Uh, uh, I like Houston. Yeah, I think the Rockets are going to win that game by 25. I like Houston they, minus 12 tonight. If they don't win this game, it's, I mean, what are we even talking about anymore? They're in a free fall anyway, right? They've got to figure out a way to win that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to mess around and be the sixth seed having to travel to... I mean, who would they have to play right now? The the Clippers, Denver. Den- is Denver the uh, Denver's yeah, the, the three? The Clippers or Denver? You know what I would do on that game, Colby. I mean, I like the twelve and a half just fine. I would I would probably lay the seven in the first half because I bet they come out with their hair on fire in that yeah. game. I yeah. would I would look at a first half line, uh, maybe throw in a throw that in a parlay or something, and maybe forget about the whole game. But I would definitely keep an eye on that one at halftime if it is close and take Houston in the second half. Yeah, right now the 6-3 would be uh, Houston and Denver. Yeah. I, I, I would I would keep an eye on that one and hope somehow that Minnesota keeps it close in the first half if you didn't take them and then, and then lay it down on Houston in the second half. Yeah. Uh, all right, so conference tournament is this week. Be watching a lot of that. I will also be watching the Players' Championship. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a golf junkie, and I love this tournament. I think it's great theater. Uh, you know, no Tiger – that sucks, but it's fine. I'm still going to watch uh, probably every shot. You see anything you like here on the players? 
Oh man, let me look that up. Yeah, I knew you were going to ask me some golf stuff. Uh, Bryson's twenty-two to one. You can get Cantlay at twenty-eight. Patrick Reed's thirty-three to one. Yeah, I don't Tyrell like Hatton, Reed. I don't... Last week's winner, forty-five to one. I, I I don't like anything about having to bet Patrick Reed because I find him sort of hard to cheer for. Rory, Rory's seven to one this week. Rory's yeah, got the I'll... Sunday woes big time. Yeah, he came out great in that first round last week at the Arnold Palmer, and it looked like he, no one was going to catch him. It was minus six in that first round, and he just couldn't keep it together. Um, By the way, last week, if you bet Matt Every to make the cut, uh, yep. and you bet him to be the first-round leader, you would have hit both. Well, what did I tell you? We mentioned him last week. Him and Tiger were only one of th- – those are the only two American players – to have won the Arnold Palmer in the last 10 years, 13 and, years, whatever it was. And they still are, in the last 20 years, I think. And they still are. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Um, give, me, give me Tony Finau at 44 to 1. Finau, really? At 44 to 1, when's that, the guy is on the verge of breaking through all of the time. It's going to happen at some point. I'm going to consider this one a major. I, I, I think he's going to be on the leaderboard. Uh, it keeps correcting his name to uh, Final in my spreadsheet here. So you're going to get Tony Final at 44 to 1. He'll be in the final group. How about that? On oh, Sunday? very nice. I see what you did there. Uh, yeah. the, the players is, you know, course history here is tough. Um, Webb Simpson has really good course history here. But I think Bryson DeChambeau is playing really well. I'm not getting nearly as good of odds as your 44 mm-hmm. to 1. I'm getting Bryson DeChambeau at 22 to 1. I yeah. really think he could win this week. I think he, with his new swing, I think he is really close to winning a golf tournament. So I'll take DeChambeau at 22-1. to 1. Uh, So far in two weeks, Andrew and I not picking the favorites. We're not running out Rory at 7-1 to 1 every week. Uh, we've yet to – either neither one of us has picked a golfer better than 25-1 to 1 odds to win. Uh, and we've given you a top five and a top ten in two weeks. So depending on how you like to play, I gave you Daniel Berger at 28 to 1, who topped five, top five, and Andrew gave you Matthew Fitzpatrick last week at 44 to 1, who uh, topped 10. So we're giving some some decent well, golf picks. Yeah, and also if you're gonna play our golf picks, you can play top ten. A lot of these online books have top ten or top five finishes that'll get you obviously reduced odds, but you could get pretty good value on probably Finau at 10 to 1 at somewhere around 10 to 1 to finish in the top 10. So there's probably some value there if you like to bet top 10s or something like that. I don't think there's any downside to that. Yeah, I uh, every now and then I'll bet a top 10 or I'll bet a, a top 5 just depends depends what kind of yep. mood I'm in on I my golf. I do for the Masters also, so. Yeah, I made a and mistake I'll- with uh, Masters betting several before the uh, maybe it was after the Presidents Cup. I don't remember when it was. It was probably after the Presidents Cup because that's when Tiger was playing well. Tiger was going off at 9-1 to one to win the Masters, and my thought was, I'm going to get in early because if he keeps playing well through the uh, the events to start the year, he's going to drop down to like 4-1 to one to win the Masters. Right. So I bet him right. at 9-1 to one back in like December, and uh, he's now going off at 14-1. to one. It's gone the complete opposite direction with his back. So I'm getting yep. ne- negative value now on Tiger at the Masters, which is not great. If you check your inbox, Colby, I've sent you a golf pool for the Players' Championship. In years past, I've run a pool for the players, and we did one one year that was strictly based on 17. If you're a golfer made a birdie, you got bonus <laughs> points. If you made a bogey or worse, you got worse points. If you made a par, you broke even. So it was strictly based on number 17, which is one of the most famous holes in golf. But I'll say this. If anyone out there is listening and wants to be part of the players' uh, pool, 
um, send me a uh, send me a, a tweet at Andrew Gilman, okay, and I'll send you the info if you want to do that. So, Colby, you should have that in your inbox. Too. Uh, yeah, I need to check that out. I need to get in that. Those are a lot of fun. Like you said, you can find Andrew Gilman on Twitter at Andrew Gilman, okay, and you can find me at Colby J Powell. Send us all of your thoughts, all your best picks for the conference tourneys this weekend. Andrew and I will get together later in the week. Uh, and bring you some more good uh, gambling action. We'll tell you where you need to buy the hook. Andrew, good show today. We'll talk later in the week. Okay, sounds good. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening once again to another episode of Buy the Hook.